Oh, okay. So let's talk to her. Gabriel. Yes. Are we live? Yeah. We yes. are live. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> See? Thank you for the heads up. See? <laughs> See? All right, guys. I know the subject we had written was specialized versus generalist or being average, but that's going to bore the hell out of me. <laughs> so I think we're going to switch it up. I want to ask you guys something that I've been asked, and I'm sure Mike, too, in your position, <clears throat> by a lot of to-be brokers. Is real estate stressful? I've seen my hair. <laughs> I've seen this. I lost my hairline. No, it's the kids. In the <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You've been in real estate for a year. Not... <laughs> okay. So, Jeff, what do you honestly think? Is real estate a stressful career? I think any entrepreneurial journey is stressful. Are if some more growth, stressful than others? If 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 you have very ambitious ambitious goals, that's how I would I would frame it. Okay, so it's not based on the career; it's based on the goals you have. Then. Yes, because I think, like anything, you can surf and just enjoy, and just enjoy the moments and make your life not stressful. I think you, it's feasible. It's feasible to build either a career or a business where um, now. It takes time. When you start a business, everything is stressful because you start a business. But at True. one point, you can get to a point where it, it becomes less stressful, where you just surf on it. While you're still building it? No. Okay. When it's built. That's right. Only when it's built. Because <laughs> that's what I was going to say. But what I, don't I mean, know what I mean is, it can, again, it comes back to the goals, right? If your goal is to build a cabin as a business, well, it'll take you a year, two years, and then you'll be comfortable if your goal is to build a country well it's going to take you way more much time and more time and that means more stress now what do you do with that stress that's another question i think it's relative i think that everybody needs to gauge their own stress level i think uh what one person might find stressful might not be the same for somebody else so i think that everybody's different in that capacity uh sometimes you might move to a certain pace and somebody else that's next to you cannot necessarily move to the same pace as you or doesn't understand it the same way that you do. So that might be a stressful situation for them, but maybe for you it might be different. So I think it's something that you know yourself, you know your capacities, you know what you can handle. So in real estate is the same thing. Some people are able to handle a lot. Some people can handle a little bit less, less of a load. So I think that you got to be able to gauge to see what you can do in order for your stress level uh, you know, to maintain itself. You don't want to die in the profession either just because you're, you know. Well, this got stress. dark real quick. <laughs> you going to die. die. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about stress, man. It's <laughs> <So> not death. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. But, you know what? So, I have a follow-up question for yeah. both of you then. Is real estate stressful when you have a team working for Because you're talking about while you're building it. Let's yes. say you built it in a way that you have your team now. They're running it. You can literally just stay home. You trust whoever works for you. Oh, Would gosh. it still be stressful? I guess. Why? Yes, I know. Because you said once it's no, built, no. it's not no, stressful no, anymore. No, no, yes. I won't be as it won't be as stressful if everything is on point. You still you're still gonna look at everything. You're not gonna you're not gonna do nothing. Now, there's always gonna there's in business. There's always up and downs, right? So. It's what you do about it. It's what you, but when you're on your up, 
you won't feel the stress or you'll feel it less. But I guess it comes back to, Mike, you, you put it perfectly. Uh, everybody handles stress uh, differently. So... Wow, it's, we it's, have uh, we have an interesting comment here from uh, Sam talking about stuff because we keep saying stress, right? Yeah, and she's actually she's actually asking. She's saying, "But is it stress or fear of the unknown?" I don't think it's fear of the unknown. I think it could be stress because you might have a certain number of files that you think you could have finished maybe in a certain amount of time, and then you see that you're running out of time, and then that can raise your stress level, especially if you have other things to do, other activities that may not be related to that exact task that could get in the middle of things. So I think that's what we're talking about, level of stress. Uh, a lot of times, you know what you're doing. It's just that you might try to bite more than you can chew. And then when you get to those deadlines, that can be maybe a stressful situation for some. What are the components or what are the variables that are stressful in real estate? Well, well that can think, be stressful. I think stability for... is number one, right? Why do people usually choose the employee route? Or stability, right? You know where your paycheck is coming from. You know when it's coming. You know how much it's going to be. You can plan ahead. You don't have that in real estate. Well, if if you're actually not working, let's say, as a team or something, there's a lot of unpredictables, hmm. right? So it's... And I feel that even this is even true if you're trying to base yourself up to be a referral business, like a lot of people are trying to do, which is I'm going to work hard for four or five years and then word to mouth and it's... Uh, but it's not, I, I don't think the stress goes away because you're still wondering when the next phone call is going to ring if you stop prospecting, obviously. Unless you build systems and, and so process. So that means you're still that, prospecting. No, but I mean, yes, but the, 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 your, your relief, that stress factor of, non, of the unknown, right? On the, 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 because you'll build a business that's more stable and doesn't only refer, only... Um, on the uh, a business that doesn't base itself only on refer referrals, no? Yes, it helps. The, the fact that she can have systems in place or automation in place that can, that can take care of the nurturing part of the business, yeah. which is what most people don't seem to understand is that nurturing is actually not um, part of the business, but it is your whole business. If you're not able to nurture your current and future and previous relationships on a constant basis, you will not succeed. No, I won't say you won't succeed, but you won't grow to a level that we see you everywhere and you're like the top guy, the top girl, because you're not able to nurture your relationships. You're just running on referrals and get those lucky breaks here and there. And oh, yeah, you're making 10, 15 transactions a year. That's fantastic. But you know what? We have brokers making 100 transactions. And it hasn't been just from sitting and waiting for the phone to ring because they worked hard for a few years. Of course. I think there's a lot of things that could be stressful in real estate. Um, for one, clients can be very stressful. Uh, clients might not be happy. Clients may stick sometimes to their price. Some, sometimes you might be in a situation or a conflicting situation with a client and you're afraid to lose them. That could be stressful. Um, people saying that they're going to make a complaint on you even though you didn't do anything wrong could be stressful. Multiple offers. I mean, there's a multitude of things, you know, that can be stressful. The thing is that what I believe in is that you can only control what's in your control. So, Whatever is out of your control, I mean, it's going to be what it's going to be. But whatever you control, you just do your best and you go ahead with it. And uh, I think that's the only way to look at it. Definitely. So we have a few comments that came in here. So we have uh, Steve Thacker that uh, 
saying that real estate is 100% always stressful. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, Steve's a veteran. So it's uh, that's that's but, one point of view. You know, I have a question for Steve. How you, Steve's been in the business forever. Yeah. How do you manage to stay so Which long? Which is exactly what uh, Etienne answered right after. What are some tips you have to manage the stress? So we're going to wait no, for Steve's answer. So I'd be curious. It's true. He, he does have the experience. So it's... Uh, but while we wait for... Um, yeah. You know, you guys have been in the business for a while. Um, I think in the room, Mike is the veteran as the, the grandfather of uh, real estate here. Uh, <laughs> no, but like I said, you, but, you can only control what you can control. I mean, there, there's there's incidentals you can't control. I mean, if a, if a, you have a client that really wants a house and then all of a sudden you've got an inspector that comes in and finds out there's so many problems with the house, there's nothing you can do about it. Then it's going to be up to the client to make that decision. So you might lose the sale. The person might walk away. You may be caught up in multiple offers. The person gets discouraged. They walk away. It was supposed to be a big deal for you. These can be stressful factors, especially when you spend a lot of time, a lot of hours working with certain people. A lot of people are going to say, okay, well, you know, if you had that many clients, you wouldn't care about this client or that client. But it could have been a repeat client that you have that you've nurtured for a number of years, you know, just to get things done. That could be a stressful situation as well. So you got to learn to gauge that and, uh, you know, take care of the things that you can do. And for the things that you have no control over, then learn how to how to deal with it. I like that. Mike's on fire. Big Mike. Liking. So we have um, Susan that came in with a few comments. Um, I think she was answering when we were saying what's maybe the hardest part or the part that stresses you the most maybe in real estate. She's saying the loyalty of clients, mm. which is very true. And which brings back to our point of nurturing, right? How to have loyal clients is by always being there. And the, 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 the expression I give to pretty much all our brokers when they're asking me, how can I, how can I make sure that my clients stick by me and right? Even after the transaction is over, I say at every interaction, always have, always add value without requesting anything back. Be, a, be what, a friend. What, but that's what you can control, right? Exactly. But at the, at the same time, the if, same, that, if yeah. that person walks away, you can't <laughs> control that. But you're going to have much less chances of them sure. walking away if you've constantly added value that's to their life. Always, that's why you do the best that you can with what you can control. And then, you know, the rest will work its way out the way it's supposed to. But do you try to get, because you, we talked about getting, well, you know, you focus on whatever you can control, right? That makes, that makes sense. But at the same time, you, you, and I think that's one component that can be very, because we, we, we've been on, uh, uh, Etienne and I, uh, Gabriel also did a lot of interviews regarding our, our book that, uh, for your, all your, your information, we're in the process of writing, uh, the, uh, great project. So we will reach out for a phase two regarding, uh, that book, but, um, we talked to a lot of close to 500 brokers and one component that came out uh, uh, and a bit related to that stress is the financial aspect of, you know, what is that part that you don't like about, uh, and you mentioned it stability, but it comes back to the financial aspect. So as much as, yeah, there's, there's that component that you cannot control, but it has an impact directly for a lot because it's not everybody that has a hundred, uh, properties. The average broker, I don't have the exact number, but will most likely be more in around the five to ten. So when you lose that deal, or whenever that things happen, even though it's not under your control, that stress factor will still jump in, right? It's a, it's a numbers game. So I think that. Um, so the real question is, the, how the, do you cope with it? Because well, that's the thing. As the, much it's as a, it's a numbers game, right? So when you said before, you know, everybody, whenever they're winning, 
they're, they're just happy that they're winning. But when the time happens that they're losing, it's whatever. If I made $100,000 today, I know that maybe my next three months, I might not make 100000 So I'm not going to go and spend it all so that I'll be stressed. No yachts. No Waiting yachts. for somebody else to, to come by. So the whole point is, is that you also have to gauge your money. Like you have to be, you have to be smart. So when money, money doesn't come in all the time like this, it, it comes in in spurts. Yep. So when it comes in, you got to be smart, put some away for the rainy day and then continue and make more and put some away for the rainy day. Before you know it, you got a stash. Then you're good to go for a while. You know what I mean? Then you're able to work stress-free. Then you're able to work on doing this and that and the other because you've got that cushion. You know, so a lot of times when you come out of school, you don't have anything. So now you're like, oh, well, what am I going to do now? I got my bills coming up. I got this coming up, that, that coming up. So it becomes a little bit of a stress factor, especially if you don't have the base, you don't have a mentor, you don't have, you don't, you have nothing to help you, you know, move ahead. So you're kind of like, you know, wondering what's going to happen next. I think that puts people, you know, in that level of discomfort. And that's what adds to the stress as well. You guys, I'm just going to cut you off for five seconds. Sorry, because we're going to be running out of time. We're just going to show you our video about the crown. So our uh, new construction project, Mallet Group, is also in. Uh, we'll show you a bit more information and we'll be right back with you. So we're back, guys. Uh, we got <laughs> we got uh, Steve's uh, answer to to how to handle stress. So I hope you're all listening, Let's Jeffrey. Michael. So <laughs> he says medication, a lot of meds. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, have an escape. <laughs> so things to do uh, when that all falls gets Smith and Weeson <laughs> involved. That usually relieves the stress. So for all that don't know, I'm pretty sure this is a law firm. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, he, he comes back a few minutes later, uh, telling us uh, that, Oh, that's even worse. All right. Steven's telling me that, uh, this is, we're talking about guns. It's not even a law firm. So that's interesting. <laughs> anyways, he came back with his real answer. Afterwards, Wait, what? We'll cut <laughs> what? What? That's, that's intense. <laughs> My Lord. I, I did. It does sound like one. So usually two names is uh, <laughs> Stephen comes with the gunshot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Lord. Oh, my <laughs> God. We're getting censored. <laughs> oh, that's that's insane. Uh, but he does say afterwards, all kidding aside, I use music and my hobbies to get my mind out of my business. So very true. I, I know hobbies for a fact is something you can completely disconnect from stress of work. It's completely different. You can just. What is be your hobby, Gabriel? You. Me? Yeah. I don't, Nutella. I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Nutella. <laughs> with the voice and everything. <laughs> People know me too to. well here. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's not, <laughs> I'll tell you after the show, Mike. It's, it's all good. Uh, we have, oh Lord. All right. So Susan, now everybody's jumping on the, <laughs> on Steve's comment. Uh, so we had the uh, first, uh, we also had Stu uh, Susan that, uh, that uh, jumped in. 
uh, that was saying give because when we were saying how to keep your your clients uh, loyal and so on, so she was saying one of the things that that that, that worked for her is to give unique mem memorable gifts as a thank you, probably right after a transaction. So not just hey here's a gift card and yeah. uh, best of luck, you know. Right. So true, um, customize. Customization for me is always a huge plus um, to, to, to have that bond uh, stick. Uh, and then she's answering to Steve. She says, as long as your targets are at a shooting range, <laughs> you'll be fine. So it's ends asking Steve, uh, what kind of music uh, do you listen to? So we'll probably wait the, uh, for his answers like that. On Instagram, we had a few comments that came in. Um, we had Sam with uh, two comments here that says, uh, so does it boil to proper planning and to not take everything personally or hard on yourself? And then she says, I think human in general need to learn that certain things we can control and not to dwell on it too much. Yeah. All very good perspective related to stress management. I think these are basic concepts, but that a lot of people are not really using when you think about it i think they're just swallowed by the stress they're not even really thinking about a solution they're just like oh, i'm in it hopefully it's not doesn't last too long and they're not really thinking about an yeah. action plan no, most people when they're stressed they don't know how to relieve it they're just stressed so yeah. that's how you feel like most people don't know but i mean like i think that if you uh if you go in it with a mindset already thinking that listen i'm getting into a situation that may be stressful if i don't gauge myself and gauge my capacity and I think you may be able to minimize the risk of you actually being very stressed or put in that situation. Very true. Well put. Very deep. Well put. Jeffrey, as you love us to call you, what do you believe? <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over Steve's comment, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, you've had many businesses in the past. You've been an entrepreneur for many, many years. I'm assuming it came with stress, as you yes. said, for the hair. So yes. how did you handle stress? Because I'm assuming you wouldn't be a serial entrepreneur if you didn't know how to handle stress. It's uh, well, I, I, I know my I have I know myself quite well because I do a lot of um, perspective and a lot of step back thinking, reflection, self-evaluation. So um, I have my I have my moments. So I, you know, I have a dog. <laughs> he is my boy. He's the Very boy. Good. So yeah. I use him as my scope to you to just uh reflect and and reassess and rethink yeah. everything so it actually shows whenever i do not do my when i say i have my dog i do i walk i walk a lot so i walk close to you know seven and between seven to ten k a day do you do you reflect while you're walking a hundred thousand percent hundred thousand percent uh that's the time to do it right it's not in the middle of the work day where a thousand yeah. things are happening and you're it's, closing it's, fires it's the yeah i walk i have i go through three to four three to four pair of shoes per year i walk because <laughs> this is my my moment um before before the injuries i do i, I do sports yeah. as well to kind of you know, that's also what helps a lot to, of badminton uh, and uh, I'm a bad <laughs> you know, badminton is quite tough oh oh okay struck a nerve there oh, quite <laughs> i like that quite who do you no, bas basketball and tennis ah, there you go. are my sports nice. oh, tennis after but tennis is hardener now because of my ankle no water polo uh, volleyball yes. you know my doc my doctor said i should stop tennis like stop forever tennis really? forever and wow. and, and basketball arms 
No, because of my yeah, ankle. Yeah, I, I have, ankle. Uh, my, I have an Achilles pop it uh, open. issue. So. Pop it open. But pop I'm it coming open. back. I'm coming back to court. I'm be back in court in probably in a month from now. So right. start. Call me when you're ready. I'm ready. We'll do that. I'll be ready soon. So we'll grab one last comment here um, from uh, Federica, actually one of our um, future brokers, who's saying, uh, best advice, you have to show them that you really care about them. Just true. Right. Too many brokers I've 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 seen and I've heard and I've way too many times, right? From uh, we deal with what almost 200 brokers here. So <laughs> you hear stories after stories. And what I hear is even coming from clients, all my broker that I came to you guys because last time I dealt with a broker from let's say another agency, another office, and so on. He was doing great, it was great service, and then the day of the notary showed up, picked up his check, disappeared. Never go. heard again from I got a dollar on my card for my birthday nine months later. <laughs> Nothing written in it. No, <laughs> but uh, Federica's right. Um, it is important uh, for you to, to, to actually, you know, take care of your clients and show them that you care. And I think she's going to be a very good broker. Of course. Uh, just by her attitude and the way that she uh, she handles herself. Definitely. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Steve, Always. we hope everything goes well for you. <laughs> and uh, we will see you all tomorrow.